So, welcome to 3P Set Podcast. Uh, this is episode 11. We're here in the new studio, you know what I'm saying? You hear that crispy, clear audio. That's us. That's all us right now. Shout out to Dead End Studios. Shout out to Dead End Hip Hop. Recently, uh, in movies, I saw probably one of the greatest anime movies that I've watched in theaters. My Hero. I forgot the name of the movie. It's like Two Heroes or some, some shit like that. <laughs> Point is... It's good. They did that rare thing that anime movies do, and it was good. Like, that usually doesn't happen. Like, the way they set it up, it uh, falls in place between, like, the second and third season. Mm-hmm. So it's like that good filler point. It's like the way the story is set up, it should be canon. It could be canon. No, no. They, uh, the mangaka, he's written it into canon. Like within the, within the manga, like exactly. he, re- he references things that happen in the movie, in the manga. You know the movie hasn't come out yet. Besides that, like the animation on the movie is like really good. Uh, the only problem that I had with it was we saw the dub version. And oh, the, yeah, we don't the watch, English we don't, dub. Yeah, we don't watch the dub. That we're we're team sub over here. You feel me? So. I like the authentic passion that the Japanese voice actors bring. No, the dub is good though. The, My Hero Academia has a really good dub. It's a I watched. I watched the dub. It's a decent dub at best. Because I, I just want to watch the show. No, I'm, I'm one of those enemy watchers that just want to watch the show. Like I don't want to care about no, that. Read at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. I want to like I. I prefer to enjoy the like the art of it the entire time. Like I feel like I have to always like look. So. You know, my eyes are trained. Oh yeah. I'm yeah. not. I haven't been watching anime as long, so. I understand. That's how I am with Korean dramas, like. I can watch and read at the same exactly. time. Exactly. Like, like you, got it, you got that Sharon gun down. You can see it. You've copied those movements before. Yeah. And they usually, like, if I miss something, I can just catch up. Yeah, there's a drama, so yeah, not too so. much action. Ain't throwing nothing crazy at me. I feel that. But no, like, right here, Academia does have a good dub, though. Like, you're probably only saying that because you saw the sub first. Yeah, I'm just and talking. Just gonna, yeah, I'm just I mean, that, that 100% makes sense. Like, if yeah. I watch the sub version, then I'm going to watch the sub version. If I watch the dub, then I'm going to watch the dub. Yeah. yeah, like I said, that was my only problem, and it wasn't a big problem. Yeah, I have to make that decision, like on the like when I'm deciding if the, if I'm going to watch the anime, I have to decide am I going to watch the sub or the dub version? Because from then on, that's how I'm going to enjoy the anime. Yeah. When you watch, like, okay, so the sub versus dub. So I know for me, whenever I, a new Korean drama would come out, I would watch it, but it would be um, dubbed by users. It wouldn't be dubbed by like a company. Oh. So sometimes, <laughs> yeah. So sometimes that's the, weird. the like translations would be completely off. If it was like a brand new, um, like drama, then yeah. like it would be off. Yeah, and not then, like, lie. When it would come if, back out, if they so if black people did that with Korean dramas, I feel like that would be pretty. You great. would see some people who everything would be in like all caps. No, no, no. Like a lot, every other word would be like a cuss word. No, like the like, dub, like the it. dubs. No, we li- mm-hmm. we lived through this. Like back when you had to watch like Naruto. Dubbed, uh, subbed on, on YouTube in three part videos that are each oh, like man. 10 and nine minutes long. Oh, yeah, no longer than nine minutes. Oh man, when there's like fan, fan dub, fan subs, I was like, bro. Oh, yeah, or you're reading the manga and you got the scanlations, and like some of the scanlators are just like, yo, my English isn't the best, but here you go. This is what I think it says. Oh, how I think it would translate. <laughs> yeah. This is what I think it should say anyway. It's like some people on the team, their English isn't the best. Some people on the team, their Japanese isn't the best. And they work together to give you <laughs> the best thing they can put together. I mean, which you're, like getting, you're getting uh, premium content for free on the internet. True. Did it's, I say I was mad about it? <laughs> I'm just pointing it out. Is it out. premium or is it just free? It's... You're getting it next it's day. It's good enough. You're, you're getting it like... Well, I'm watching like it, so they, I guess. Like you're getting it 30 minutes after it comes out. 
Yeah. Oh wow! Oh okay. yeah! So they're Big like doing it they're, as they're it's doing happening. it like as it's happening. Oh, yeah, wow. but it, yeah, That's they hired, they've hired like people to like to really do that. But like um in the manga world, I remember the uh, the manga apocalypse. Oh yeah, the Great Manga Purge. Yeah, that was that was crazy. There's all these different sites. There's all these different sites going like there's to read manga weekly, but that day they they shut all these sites down. Yeah, like sites were shutting down completely. It's like oh my god, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah, like I, when is it like when uh, on Smash they just started ripping? Yes. Oh, yeah. Man. Yes. Like their licenses with were effed up. So it's it was bad, man. Like uh, a lot of places they told us it was like yo. The licensing situation is all fucked up. So, like, literally, they're going to sue us. You got about a week to read everything that you can <laughs> right now. Uh, RFP or one mega. RFP one mega. Oh, one mega had all the mega. That was the goat. That was the goat. Good times. Yeah, shout out to Mega Stream though. Okay, now reminiscing. Shout out to them. Shout out to that movie, by the way. There, there's a shining moment at the end where they have a father son Detroit smash, even though they're not father and son. So, like, they're actually father and son. Yeah, honestly. I mean, we haven't met Deku's father yet, so. I mean, All Might's the dad in this shit, so. It was a good, it was a good positive moment, you know. All those feels from the drama. Yeah, actually, I'm really surprised. This movie's done better than, didn't do better than uh, The Predator. Yeah, it had a better opening than The Predator and The Nun. And it was a limited release movie. 500 wow. theaters across the country. I didn't even play it within the perimeter of Atlanta, but it's still doing numbers. Exactly. I had to go out to this fucking Shambly to go see that's, it. That's Dang. crazy. It's only in 500 theaters and household major budget movies. What I told my brother to movie? see it. He couldn't even couldn't even go. He was like, there was a Predator that came out. And what was the second movie? The Nun. Oh, The Nun. Oh, from The Conjuring. No. No, that's not The Conjuring. That's The Doll. I don't know. <laughs> This isn't the spooky podcast. Uh, this is the three piece set podcast. We cover three pieces. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it makes sense. I also heard the nuns trash. So if you're into horror movies, don't go see the nun. There's uh, plenty of other good shit that's out there. Yeah, I went to see uh, Assassination Nation the other week. It was not a very good movie, but I do say go see it. It's one of those movies that are kind of like there. It has the potential to become a cult film, but some of it is it's 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 so bad. You made. appreciate it more than you liked it. Yeah, I mean, there were elements in there. It was like, okay, finally, this is like if you're one of those people who are like, I really want to see you know people who are not included in films. This is that movie, and it's like an action. It's like an action kind of. I think they compared it. I think it was like um, Mean Girls on Acid or something like that. Which I would watch that with guns. With, with guns, but it's this. It, yeah. yeah. No, not really. I mean, yeah, there's guns, but it's it's so <laughs> corny. Like it's so like it's so. So it's I like a, it's like a corny <clears throat> action movie. It's like a corny action indie film. It's like one of you, let's say if you were to go to Sundance and you see one of those films that are good enough for for Sundance, right? Like it's not it's not like a great film. It's like for Sundance, it's like the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, mm. but it's still like something that you would really see. Like okay. it's, like it's a decent. It'll be like a decent Netflix film. Like it's, it was, it, if you have the time, then yeah, I would I would go see it. So definitely watch on Netflix. Yeah, definitely watch on Netflix. Yeah, so like, do y'all find it like? Do you get peeved when you can tell if a film trying to become like a cult following? Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's, it's it's some some of the things that they do is kind of like obvious. Like if you watch if if you watch a lot of films, it's mm-hmm. kind of like you see certain like patterns of like things that are people kind of. It's almost like when people like are talking and you see them talk like Twitter or something like that or like talk like Tumblr or like talk like these social media sites but it's like you don't uh, really 
it, like it, it doesn't really translate in real life, but you're trying to make references to things. It's like Killmonger in Black Panther. Kind like of everything he says is just like a speech. Yeah, you can just like he delivered nothing but monologues. Yeah, that entire movie. True. Yeah, it, it definitely there was there was a lot of that, but it's still. Yeah, I remember that movie dope. I remember that was like, how it was marketed as like, yeah, this is going to be a cult classic in like twenty years. I was like, yeah, yeah they, def- I, it's, I they definitely know, have that effect. Yeah, I don't know if you can say that a movie is going to be that before. I mean, it just becomes. That. They kind of knew the tra- uh, the path that it was going to take. Like the trajectory on that movie was pretty much set in stone. Yeah, it was. with the music selection, the cast, yeah, the but, way they it's like yeah. they put the pieces together. But yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I fucked with dope. No, yeah. Have you seen it in the last 365 days? No. I haven't. But there was a point where I watched it on Netflix like four times. Yeah. Just in the background. Like in general? Just watched it four times? Yeah. yeah. Have y'all seen that, uh, the trailer for that new Chance to Rapper movie? Slice? <laughs> no. no. But it was yeah. really good in... Um, the, he did another film a couple years ago. I think it was like Mr. Smile and Mr. Yeah. Happy. So like, something like that. Yeah. That was, that was actually really good. So I would actually go see that... Um, if Chance the Rapper is in the film, yeah, it's it's uh, about it's set in Chicago. He is a werewolf that the pizza delivery guy. Oh, I with heard vampires, about that. And it's vampires, werewolves set in Chicago. And he's delivering pizza. So it's like a mar- it's like so modern- gang allegories with vampires versus werewolves, and then pizza is the man. Is it like campy or like what is it? it has like the- is it gonna be like funny or is it trying to be realistic or? I mean, it's Chance the Rapper. It's a, he has like an really animated personality. The trailer is just like. Are you giving me like Teen Wolf here? Like, it's, just, it's, like it's like we're that's making. That's what I'm thinking. We're for. making a film. You might want to go see it. Yeah, <laughs> there's gonna be some stuff in it and some things. It's like you can tell they're trying to hit on all these major points mm-hmm. and like the the people I've seen read like the reviews I read of it. It was just like, yeah, it's a movie trying to be a cult film, and it doesn't quite get there. But that's just one person's review of it. Yeah. But, you know, you can't tell if the movie comes out. It could be great. It could be eh. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. Was it coming out to theaters, Netflix? I think it's coming mm-hmm. out to Do they have any of the credits, like who's uh, producing it, directing it? Yeah, or, is, yeah, or, is, I, or is it just like chances in this movie? It's, they're marketing as the chances. In it. I don't even think he's really the main character. Oh man! Mm. But I think he's just like the biggest name, the biggest name attached. Actually, I think there's bigger names attached to the movie, but like for who they're marketing towards, oh, okay, he's probably going to be the biggest name. Yeah, I mean, off the strength of uh, the movie that wasn't before, I, you know, like I said, I'll definitely uh, at least check it out. Yeah, hopefully, it is will be like a like a good straight to Netflix movie if it just came out. Okay, hopefully, I, I almost hate that. That's kind of like. <clears throat> The standard, like if it's good enough for Netflix, then you can consider it a good movie. Like I really, it's, it's like, whatever happened to like films that are actually like great, like making a great film for the sake of being great instead of like something that you can just throw on in the background. But you know, Netflix, they're trying to get the game. You feel me? Like, yeah, you got to have the whole remember, um, audience. You can get mad at Hallmark just like this. If you, you know what I'm saying? Hallmark does the same thing. Lifetime does the same type of thing. No, like it's, like, so it's like they're doing it for, for themselves. Yeah, but remember, <laughs> but it's like, but it's still going to be like, movies yeah. <laughs> but, but it's still going to be like, ma- it's still going to be like major feature production films. But it's still like the. Are you saying no. like as far as like money is concerned? No, but remember mm-hmm. that on the Will Smith movie, uh, Bright. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was net. That was marketed as Netflix's first blockbuster. So like Netflix is trying to, they trying to get rid of Hollywood essentially. So like every, they're going to produce their own content. They're going to make their own content. Like everything is going to run through Netflix in and of itself. So having just a good enough for Netflix movie is what, kind of what they want. You feel me? That's going to be like the new indie movie, just a good enough for Netflix. That makes sense. And you're not going to go to you're not going to go to the movie theater 
for Hollywood and stuff like that now. In fact, they're even trying yeah. to... Um, Unless Hollywood actually gives the people what they want. If they give... I mean, the re, I mean the main reason why nobody goes to the movies. One, if it's, it's just expensive. Yeah. And two, you're spending that money for getting something that you... you I can't remember the last time I spent money in a movie. It's like, okay, that was, you know, well spent. That happens like every fifth time you go to the movies. You go to the movies, like the movies are... My hero. Yeah, you know, <laughs> so like sometimes it happens. But most of the time, when I go to the movie theaters, I'm like, I was disappointed by that film. Yeah, but that's more so like an event. Like, it's limited release. It's only going to be in theaters like two times like the whole year. Exactly. So like, that was the best ev- part. Yeah, so it's like an event. Like, yeah, I have to go see this movie. So we can kill the Predator in the nine. <laughs> Yeah, like most of the time, if I'm going to the movies, I go to like the dollar theaters, like you know, three dollars for the ticket. Some some of those times, like, okay. two dollar Tuesdays. Yeah, like, it's like some like some of those times it'll be like, okay, I would pay, I would pay like that fifteen dollars to go to see this movie. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm very glad that I waited to pay three dollars for this film. Yeah, like Superman, Batman. I'm so glad that I waited to pay three dollars for that film. I was so happy I waited. That came on HBO because <laughs> I, when I finally saw the Justice League, not even League, trying to go outside like, for that. Is, tr- it was trash. Was it? And I hate to say the same thing about Wonder Woman. I already knew because it's, it's based. It's based in like the nineteen, like World War One. Like everybody's f- least favorite war. No, yeah. no, I like World War One. You like World War One <laughs> and two. That's your favorite. Yeah, I mean, I like the comeback story, like the comeback kid of Russia during World War Two. It's like one of my favorite stories. Really? Yeah, I think people don't give Russia like the hurrah that they deserve at that particular time. Not right <laughs> now. <laughs> are you, Sassy, are you a bot? No. I mean, I'm, I am going to say that my, in, my, Instagram was, <laughs> my Instagram was hacked maybe a month after following me on Instagram. So what's what's the deal? Are you, oh, you're trying com, to, oh, fuck. Comrade Sassy. Sashka. I mean, Sashka. 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 Do you have some vodka on you right now? That's personal. Okay. Okay. It's debatable. Okay. So with, uh, Batman vs. Superman, would y'all want to like to change the ending of the movie? Oh, that... oh I, I got an idea. Y'all remember Men in Black when they had those things that erased your memory? Mm-hmm. If they could hit everybody with that and we just act like it never happened, <laughs> that'd be sweet. Yeah. I mean, I feel like everybody really, really tried to make that happen in real life after they coming out of that film. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember it. Does anybody remember some... Like, I would comment on, I would comment and give a review, but I honestly don't remember. I just know that it was a terrible moment. Okay. But well, how do you feel about being able to like the alter the ending of a movie anyway? Uh, like if it was your choice, like all right, uh, nah. perfect example. Get out. The original any for Get Out, you all seen it, right? Yeah. All right. So you know yeah. when he pulls up and Ron pulls up, it's like yeah, the motherfucking TSA. Yeah, that whole he said that wasn't supposed to happen. It's supposed to be an actual cop pulls up. He's supposed to go to jail at the yeah. end of all that for killing all these white people. That was the original ending of the movie. That's and then they what said, I figured would happen. Yeah, yeah. but, but then they said expecting. that was too dark, and they need to end it on a bright note. It was like influenced from like the whoever. Producers or whatever, so they so we got ending up. We got well, <laughs> hey, buddy, you got to tone it down a bit. <laughs> yeah, I right. actually, uh, I listened it's to a little um, too dark skin. I listened to Mark Maron's podcast when he had Lil Rose. It's like, yeah, they did that in like the last month, yeah, like literally at the last <laughs> second. It was like, yeah, it's too dark. We gotta, we gotta switch it up, yeah. But actually, uh, going back to Netflix, that's something they're offering now that you as a viewer can choose the type of ending that you want to see. I don't, your I own don't, story to be honest, versus a mo- I don't, I don't like is this that. Unless, unless just the, anything in general, or is this just because I heard they were doing that for one of the episodes in Black Mirror, yeah, they're yeah, doing it for one episode in Black too. Mirror, but like, but they, Telltale Company fucked the pie on that one because that was supposed to be their uh, their tool, but you know, Telltale Studios got shut down. Yeah. Maybe with a name like Telltale. <laughs> they did Telltale like video games, so for The Walking Dead, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Game of Thrones, shit like that. Mm. The names still just don't sound PG. I mean, 
That sounds like a porn place. <laughs> like, Telltale. Not, like from Sons of Anarchy. Like, we're going to go to Telltale. And, like, Let's go to Telltale and drink a cocktail. <laughs> Stupid, man. But no, I think it's I think it's supposed to sign up for the episode of Black Mirror, but Netflix is offering it for like, I think eventually Netflix will to get to a point where for like for everything. I don't me? like so that. So like for movies, for shows. That's I wouldn't like that. I would, I, it would be great if it was for like a specific... Like if there's like a specific lane for that, like if it's like you you had like the create your own adventure kind of thing, but if it's for like kids. for but if yeah for kids, like if those, it's like a like sta- if it's a standard books. of picking yeah. your own like pick your own, I I honestly I honestly don't like that. I don't like it either. But it's, it's just weird. It kind of it's, it's kind of like bending the rule. I wouldn't say bending the rules, but it's kind of like bending. Like it takes away the art. It's like bending the art form of yeah. filmmaking. Right. Like, sure, you can. It's like you can do it. Do you, there is a way that you can like shoot your films to where it fits that. But if that becomes the standard of like you know you get to choose, it's it's I, I don't like that. I don't like if anything, I would prefer them having something lend, uh, end off like ambiguous and leave it up for interpretation, as opposed to like here is this uh, ending. They go for a picnic. This ending, he gets shot in the chest. This I, ending, oh. she gets pregnant. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 I feel like, like it's, it's, it's like films are making statements, and then it, it, you kind of like taking away the statement if you allow somebody else to choose. It's like it's like one person making a statement, you comment on the statement, but it's like I'm going to say this, but at the same time, it's up to your own choice. And like, what did, what is actually being said then? And that's, that's already that's, like what art does in the first place is make you question things, and it's like you're going to give me. Sometimes it's like you're giving me too many choices. Yeah, it's just, when it just comes to like your artwork, it's yeah. like I want you to just tell me how you feel in this, and then I want to just interpret it. I don't need all this extra, as far as like different options. That's not what I'm looking for when I come see a film. Yeah, no, I feel you. Like, um, if it's like a you're watching like a rom com and it's like a happy ending and the sad ending, like the sad ending is like they don't get back together, and the happy ending is like they get back together. But, but what the, actually happened? Yeah, but the movie up until the, the movie up until that very ending is exactly the same, except for like the last like ten minutes, ten fifteen minutes, and that changes. I don't think I want to be sitting somewhere like at home, like into a movie, and then yeah, right at the end it pops up as, on the screen. Now, which ending would you like? Imagine you're Netflix and chilling, and that comes up. It's like, wait, wait, hold on. I would assume you would pick it before <laughs> the movie starts. Like murder them or don't murder them. But, like, but honestly, I think this is all just a ploy for Netflix just to gain more information about the types of movies people like. Like going back to Bright, um, they looked at through the information said people like Will Smith, people like fairies. You know, people like Will Smith, people like fantasy, people like action, <laughs> people like movies about cops, doing cop stuff. Right. Right. So they it's took, really just a watered-down training day. Yeah, yeah. Like, they literally yeah. took all the aspects. A watered-down magical yeah, training day. So they literally took all the aspects of things people watched and gathered over the years and said, okay, cool, we're going to make the perfect movie for the average viewer of Netflix. And that's how they came up for They used their algorithm? They used their algorithm. So, so this, shit was, this shit was written and coded by machines. Yeah, probably. This is actually what Terminator is about, machines <laughs> taking over, them writing movies. <laughs> I mean, as long as the movies are good. See, the movie is going to lay down a code. <laughs> I mean, I mean okay, if, if, if it's good, then I can't, I can't really complain. But if they're, they're just like, if they're just what if like it's just incredibly out? straight? Like, to me, Bright was straight? incredibly straight. It might actually have been a little worse than incredibly straight. Nah, it wasn't as straight. it wasn't as bad as people gave the crap for it, you know. But it's, it's not bad. It's in like it might. It's a little better than straight. Like you know, what I'm saying no, the one knock against Bright cool. was like there wasn't no lore building. Like they just dropped you off in this world and expected you to get it. Whereas yeah. people wanted them like, no, I need to understand why did this happen. I need some You're background. referencing all right. this stuff that never happened. It's like, does it really matter? Like it's like, hold on, hold on, baby, you can get that in the sequel and the prequel. Yeah, we're in Medi's rest, bro. Just go with it. 
And we're going to give you a spinoff. No, man, right? Right. Starring Jaden Smith. <laughs> that guy. I mean, shit, he's already getting the Netflix bag. You might as well. Is he? Oh, yeah, with the, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, didn't I get canceled? No, it's actually getting a season two. Yes, they, I guess they're still making it. Is that coming out? Neo Tokyo, right? Neo Tokyo. Uh, it's coming out soon, I believe. Soon. Speaking of coming out soon on Netflix, uh, Daredevil season three, October 19th, that's coming. Yeah, I saw the preview. Not hype. You're not hype? I still can't make it through season one of Daredevil. Really? It's so slow. Oh, bro, Daredevil's man. like the best one. Yeah, Look, it's the bro, best one. Bro, he gets his ass beat. Yeah, all of them get all their ass of them beat. get their ass. Beat. Besides, Je- Jessica's the only one that doesn't get her ass beat. I think that's like a theme. And Luke Cage really doesn't get his ass beat. I don't know, bro. Yeah, uh, you, did you see the last season? Bushmaster was yeah. piecing him up. Yeah, yeah. he was giving him, he was giving him that right. same drop right. kick with the, pow- with the pocket it, sand combo. No, Luke Cage. Luke Cage couldn't handle that. <laughs> pocket sand is. Luke Cage gets his, doesn't necessarily get his ass beat because it's his power, but he can't fight. Like he's just a guy who just throws punches. Yeah. So like, as soon as he fights somebody, that's what I didn't like about that so first season. They tried to paint him as a nigga with the hands. They tried to paint him up as a fighter. You know what I'm saying? He just can punch hard. He'll throw you. <laughs> yeah, it's like you gonna punch him and you're like, damn, that like, nigga, he, he really moves. is bulletproof. His straight right hand, hook, body slam. That's that's all he ever like, does. He, tra- he doesn't he, even train. He, he, might like, a, he might mix a kick in there. What does he train with? I mean, like, he, he can do box. He can do box. He can oh, train yeah. with um, Iron Fist. He can teach you some moves. Show me your moves. So you think Luke Cage is just lazy? He's not lazy. He's just you know what I'm saying. He's just Luke Cage. He's he just doesn't want to fill out a job application. You know. Oh, I was going to say something really bad. <laughs> oh, man. New studio, same problematic sassy. We need a problematic sound. Yes. Something like yes. that. Uh, like, the, like the Kill Bill. The Kill Bill. Uh, yeah. Da, da. Which one? There's so many Kill Bill sounds. The main one. The main one. Oh, da, da, da. Okay, we're not going to have to. I'm not going to do it, but I get what you mean. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Oh, also in October, Castlevania season two. Very nice. All the hype. All the hype. It's a good spooky series for October. So. Castlevania. Mm-hmm. Castlevania. Yeah. Oh, it was a video game. Then Netflix adapted it into a like anime cartoon style. Oh, is that? Oh, I know which one you're talking about. It looks yeah. like um, The Simpsons. No. No. You're talking okay. about um. We talked about it like two episodes. Oh, Disenchantment. Uh, Disenchantment. I finished Disenchantment. That was good too. I want that season two. Yeah. I want to see where the lore goes. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Castlevania, yeah. Like that six episodes they dropped off that last time. It wasn't was, even six episodes, dog. It's like four. <laughs> it, was like, it was nowhere near enough. Like, I, you try to be generous and give it more than what they gave you. Nah, bro. I just remember like us watching that episode and then going, it was like, okay, yeah, time to watch the next episode. Like, nah, that was the last one. I was so heartbroken, man. Yeah. That shit hurt. But this is actually really hype because they dropped out Castlevania right before Super Smash Brothers comes out. Oh, yeah. And uh, two of the main characters in Castlevania are in the new Smash Brothers game. So, like, good leading right into each other. I wonder if that's just like a happy accident or... You it's know, never a happy accident. Strategic marketing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's chess, not checkers. Chess, not checkers. <laughs> Chinese chess. No Chinese checkers. <laughs> they be doing a lot of stuff. <laughs> they be like playing games. I'm the king of games, nigga. Yeah, but, uh, how you been liking Maniac? I've been seeing that on the TV. Yeah, did you, did you finish it yet? F- I'm like on episode six. 
I needed a I needed a break. A break? Uh, Not a break. Just like a. If I would have watched it in any of those situations I was in, I wouldn't have been able to fully enjoy it and sit there and digest what the fuck was happening. What show? Maniac. Maniac. With uh, Jonah Hill. Oh, I thought it was Manic. It's Maniac. Yeah. Oh. Anyways, continue. I watched it. It was good. You watched the whole thing? Did, did you finish it? Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it, it gets really it gets good. better. Like I can't I even know, like I know it's good. It's just like but I, you think it's one thing and then it's another thing, then I'm pretty sure it's actually something else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. good. I got that one. <laughs> yeah, there's three pills, you know what I'm saying? So it Like Jonah Hill's really good in that. Yeah. But, he uh, gets he gets better in it. Yeah, he like first, does. At first, at first, at first, I was like, "Yeah, he's kind of, he's kind of weak in this." What's the old girl's name? Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Damn, yeah, she's she's Young phenomenal. In she's it. great. Yeah, yeah, she's great. She's, she's been great. So what? She's a little bit better than him. Yeah, it's all. Yeah, she's a Her lot better. Than yeah, like. yeah. It's, now she was piecing him up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for real. Like what? It was like he he was just like really. I think I said this on a, the previous episode. He's really like a beta actor. Like he can't really like he. It's really hard for him to lead in a film. But this gave him the opportunity. In the first half of the series, I feel like he didn't perform, but this the last like three episodes, it was like really, yeah. it was really great. Yeah. Well, I, I guess in like the earlier episodes, is more, it starts off about him, but then you see it like, you live through it more from her perspective. You see more of her shit. Yeah, I mean, did you have you watched it? Are you gonna watch it? Okay, cool. So, and I'm asking Julian that as he shakes his head like, nah, that's not happening. But the best, like, what I really like. The episode is when he was the gangster and they put them braids really? on his head. Did you watch that episode? He did He did pretty all right in that one. I, I was, didn't see that one yet. Oh, yeah, that's one, of the, that's one of the last episodes. The last one I saw was when the uh, the role, well, the machine started inserting herself into the program. Yeah. And I was like... <laughs> Who plays the machine? Is that... um? That's not Sally Fields, is it? I think, do you remember if that's Sally Fields or not? I think that is Sally Fields. Yeah, I think that's Sally Fields who plays the machine. But... Y'all are really good with these names. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. If it's if it's a middle aged white woman, listen. Bruh. Oh yeah, I'm <laughs> on it. Like, I'm, I'm, really, my, I'm really on it. That's, that's, that's my weak my... point. Middle aged white women. I don't know any that's of their names. That's all of the movies that I watched. They're as all a Julia Roberts. That's that's the one I know. Yeah, if you need to know the cast of Fried Green Tomatoes, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> That's, Ooh, that's, that's so gonna bad. be useful one day. It is very useful. I find those that type of information useful all the time when I talk to older white ladies at the grocery store. It's a oh, good yeah. icebreaker. You get super excited. He's like, you know who that is? I'm like, yeah, I do. You know yeah, who Mary you, you trying to talk down a white woman from thinking you about the robber? Just talk about talk about <laughs> just just talk her down, talk her down. <laughs> <laughs> you like the Golden Girls, don't you? Like, yeah, talk about Betty White. Talk about a Gina Davis, man. They, <laughs> oh my God, they love her. They like a Diane Keaton. Oh Listen, God. just just like mention one of the movies. Ain't gonna lie. You get you out of, it'll get you out of jam, let me tell you. <laughs> Listeners, I'm just as lost as you are. <laughs> Bro, y'all I'm can't here, see the I'm question marks. You. Ash is wearing it. He's literally wearing a do-rag right now. Oh. He is confused. Yes. <laughs> I don't think I, I've only seen you take that off when like we actually step out into the like on the way into the restaurant. It's when he takes you the know, You already know what it is. You gotta have them things on swing. It's kind of like, but he doesn't take it off like in the car before we get out the car to hey, get bro. to the restaurant. It's on the way to the restaurant. Like you wouldn't hey, do work in the line for the club, but as soon as you step in that, y'all ordering seafood. What you mean? <laughs> Put the plate down. The fish start jumping. <laughs> What's the name of that Lupe album? <laughs> you know what we own. <laughs> Funny guys. Funny. Funny guys. But your waves will be popping. 
So I try, yeah. That's always a positive. Actually, I didn't feel like putting on a hat, and I need a haircut. So. Oh, so that's just to hide. This is a fashion statement. Oh. I'm back in my early 2000s. I'm going to need you to get like a pink one with like the matching shoes the matching and the hats. Sh- like the, y'all didn't see the people with the matching do-rags with the matching like jerseys yeah, and on, the like the camera. Slippers. On some yes. 2000s, some early 2000s shit. Yeah, I might see him tonight. Who, camera? Yeah. The diplomats are performing. It's like, it's like Lil Wayne and uh, the diplomats performing tonight. Did you send that in a text message? No, that was Josh and the Tribe Akashic. Performing oh, mm-hmm. and they killed that shit by the yes, way. Check out the travel car. Shit. To you, Josh. Great performance. Appreciate it. Wait, did time. Josh? Yes, yes, yes Josh. Josh. Why yeah, don't one ever tell me Josh. anything? It's literally in the group. It's literally in the group. It's literally in the group message. But I know it was our Josh. I thought it was some other Josh. I was just like, I didn't never heard of this. What other Josh would we mention? I don't know. We Y'all be talking about stuff Josh's? all the time. Look, Y'all talk Josh. about stuff all the time that I listen to halfway. <laughs> so, most, but I didn't know that's what the name was. We're, we're reaching the root of the problem here. <laughs> I just didn't know. Damn. Yeah, sorry. But so it, was, it, was, it was a good time, though. I'm happy you had a good time. Yeah. That's awesome. Next show, I'm so there now that I know when it has your name in it. It's you. Yeah. Not some random band or Josh, where can group? we find y'all? Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Tropicashic. You can find us on Twitter, the Tropicashic, and that's A-K-A-S-H-I-C. Everybody either misspells it or just misses it. Even though we tell them it's the Tropicashic, they just like Akashic, Akashic, A-K-A-Shik. It's the Tropicashic. Yeah. And you guys on streaming platforms? We're on streaming. We're on uh, Spotify and iTunes. Title too, if you have title. Oh wow! Shout out to title. Ooh, plugged in. Okay. Wait, where did you perform? Uh, the Earl. What? Yeah. Ah, I'm so disappointed in y'all right now. <laughs> wow, I feel attacked. Not you, Josh. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> I feel, I feel personally attacked. You know what I'm very proud of though? What? Issa Rae for Insecure season three. That Man. shit, it was good as a whole. That was a nice, complete season. It brought up uh, a lot of good plot points. It did. It did. It got. It definitely got better. Like I still think of all three seasons, I still think it's probably the weakest of the three. This is good. This is a good formatting season. Like they built up. Yeah. Yeah. For next season, and it like they touched on a lot of good points. It, they did. Like I just think it works because like the first four episodes of the season are like so slow to me, mm-hmm. but it does all this like world building. It really puts you in the mind state of who these characters are. You feel me? Yeah, that's like the growth. Like you see the growth of them within those four episodes. Right. And then the final four is just like Sassy, how many of those have you seen? Huh? Oh, you mean episodes of Insecure, how many have I seen totally together? For as this far as just this season? Three. Three? Maybe four. Maybe four? <laughs> no, no guys, we don't do a podcast. We don't do a podcast at all about stuff. But you didn't know though. <laughs> ah, you wouldn't know until yeah. You didn't know. I just read the synopsis off. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm not hating. That shit got me through. I'm gonna watch it eventually. It's like it's on my same list of like this is us. Like I I'm gonna binge watch it. No, so. but insecure, this third season insecure is like it's it's really it's funny. Good. It's really good. Yeah, it's good. You like, know, what are some of the highlights for you? Some of the highlights. Um, one of the good episodes was I like the episode when they go to uh, Coachella. Of yes, course, like episode four, I think. Oh, they go to Coachella. No, that's episode. F- <laughs> no, that's episode five. That's episode five. That's like episode five. That's when Lauren shows back up. Lauren shows back up. Yeah. 
Yeah. I know I saw that in a commercial. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I knew that. I read that in the notes. <laughs> oh, I saw the trailer. Now Twitter spoiled it for me. Yeah. Twitter will spoil it for you. That's the only thing. No, nah, but like season three was like once episode five hits, it goes like on this uptick to me. And like things yeah. start moving, you start seeing the progression, you start seeing like, okay, these are how you really start to see the growth of these characters, you know? Like um even Lawrence in and of itself, like how which side note, they, why y'all gotta do my man back dirty, yeah? Have my man going outside again. Oh yeah. When we did these photo shoots, you are Lawrence. You All are right. Lawrence in these photo shoots because I just feel like you just represent everything. Not, no, 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 not even. All right. So remember, <laughs> um, the first two seasons, the one the big criticisms of Insecure was like the use, of, the lack of condoms, and how they don't really use condoms. Like it was this big thing on Twitter. Oh, like people no, were, I never really yeah, thought about that. Yeah, people would like literally berate them after every episode. You guys are having all this sex, but you're not using condoms at all. What kind of y'all? Y'all are the black show. Y'all have to put this out there because you know. Kids are watching this show, and because they're watching, you need to teach them the importance of content. I mean, do you agree? Not really. I don't necessarily mm. care. Like, it's a TV show. I don't get my morals from TV shows. Like, hold on. Let's stop this intimate, passionate sex scene so I can grab some condoms. I mean, but, like, let's... I mean, real world, yeah. You probably should, like... I mean, that would be a funny but joke you don't, but to put you, in there. It's one of, I think it's just one of those yeah. lifestyle <laughs> aspects that they just kind of, like, gloss over. Yeah. There's, a yeah. lot of, there's a lot of things that happen in normal life that they don't you add in the shows, but no it's, it's just one of those people brushing yeah. their teeth. Exactly. Getting gas. Oh, Unless there's something that happens at the gas station. Unless it's Shameless. They will show you in the bathroom in Shameless. They will. They literally start the show with somebody I taking a piss. I just finished all of Shameless. Like, I've caught up with every episode of Shameless, and it is so good still. But you need a break. Anyways, <laughs> Sorry, Julian. Continue. But no, but you don't ask other. You don't look at movies and say, did they put a condom on in this scene in this movie or this other TV show?" But mm-hmm. it's just, it's the black TV show because for black people, it's like extra pressure added on to extra. It. Pr- I mean, because we all have AIDS. Yeah, probably. <laughs> like probably. Like I'm just saying, like we have a high percentage of AIDS, like especially for black women, like we do. So I would appreciate, yes, let's but, show some usage of but condoms. I say all that to say, like, that literally the first episode, like episode six, when we really get back into Lawrence, see what he's been up to. He has like chlamydia. And STD is like, all right. So oh, all he the, does? Yeah. So he was all, out here. He was out here. Like, 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 literally the first the show with him just. It's fucking. a montage of him just getting it in with multiple women. And then he has to go through this call. He's he like, did this like my man. <laughs> Lawrence Hive rides again. Hive. Yes, back. <laughs> back, baby. Back in the saddle. I know you got super excited. Oh, my man's back on the screen. Yeah, literally. It, it, it was it was great for like the first three minutes. And then he goes to the doctor. I was like, all right, cool. You know, it's being being healthy. And that's like, then he goes to like this two minute. And he's like to call all the women he just had sex with. Tell them, hey, so uh, you might want to go get tested. You know, it's, uh. it's not none of the big ones. But you know. <laughs> You know, just a little something, something. Yeah, so you know, check that, that out. right up. So yeah, it's like okay, of all the unprotected sex we've seen in all this, in all three of these seasons, he's the one that catches something. All right, guys. Oh my like, God, all, like, Julius! You wanted your king back, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how I felt. So here, nigga, is this your king? Is this your king? Well, here you go. He's burning. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like here, here, here you go for all those unhealthy coping mechanisms with breakups. Yeah, you yeah. get a little sham sham. That's fucked up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they covered, you know, unhealthy uh, breakup habits. Yeah. Uh, unhealthy mental health uh, aspects when, uh, what's his name? The light skin guy? Uh, Nance. Yeah, uh, I've seen a total of two episodes. I think it's Nance. 
Are you talking about um, Lawrence's friend, the funny one? No, no not that's funny. Did he come back though? Yes, he's back too. Uh, that was like one of my favorite characters from the first season. Or oh yeah. The second season. I can't remember his name either. Me either. His name's his name's Chad. Chad, but, yeah. Yeah, but no, I think his name's Nance. I can't confirm that, but him. And basically, when he ghosted, he was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I was on some depression, and, you know, I just had to get out. You feel me? You going to take me back, though? And, you know, they had this big moment, but, you know, they they covering some shit. He's out here ghosting. I'm like, damn. You know, I've done that. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> I've, done, I've been that ghost. No, it was really. I've been that Casper. If there's an aspect that was really done well, it is that. Like, yeah. when he ghosted, like, he really, that like, you didn't see him like until he, literally the last minutes of the season finale he just pops back up and like, that was a really good idea yeah and mm-hmm. how he explains it was really good he's just like i'm sorry i just get down and depressed sometimes and i just went back home to houston and you know and i think he's hiding a child but you know that's just me they usually hide children in houston <laughs> i feel like that's a good place <laughs> okay this is the type of energy we're on today huh wow no she's actually like in europe somewhere <laughs> but anyway <laughs> Shout out to Pusha T. But, um. He is wearing a do-rag right now. We prefaced this, so. But anyway, um, as someone who does, like, deal with depression on and off, like, the idea of, like, just wanting to be by yourself and locking yourself up in a room and not being seen by the world is, like, something I can't relate to. Like, I remember one time I was depressed, like, last year. For those who don't know, me and Madrid are housemates. So, like, he was, like, looked at me like, yeah, bro, like, we live together. I haven't seen you in two weeks. I was like... I mean, yeah, that's kind of my room and shut the door. <laughs> you know how sometimes I be in my bag? <laughs> no, this, this ain't it. I, I wasn't in my bag. I was completely out my bag. Like, my bag was still in the store, you know. I'm in my car. That's how far away from my bag I was. I wish I got that reference. But we all we all get through. But I thought I, I, wish I, got I actually too. did think. Come on, guys. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm, we're supporting you. Nah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the last time I open up. You try to go through this tough time. I'm an emotional moment. But you guys are just making jokes. You guys suck. <laughs> this is how we show emotional support. You know how black people are. Um, I'm so, supportive. So, it's, a, it's a tough subject. Let's joke around it. Yeah, let's dance. Let's, I'm going to say, let's tap dance. <laughs> <laughs> we all got to shuck through I'm going to shuck over here. You know what I'm saying? If somebody wants to jive a little further down. Hey, just remember, you can shuck. And you can drive. Just never shuck and drive. That's some Negroid <laughs> shit right there. Shout out to sleeping in class. But um, uh, other aspects are like, uh, the idea is in the role of couch and insecure. Because like, um, remember in the end of season one, Issa Rae's on the couch, sitting outside with Molly, like crying mm-hmm. her eyes out. At the end of season two, she's going to go sleep on Daniel's couch. At the end of season three, she's like finally on her own couch in her own apartment. After she finally, she finally sets up her whole apartment. Like yeah. after she gets to this whole point, her apartment's in disarray the entire season. After she has this uh, talk with Nance and you know, she's trying to figure out like if she's going to take him back or not. She just goes into her house. Nathan, this nigga's Nathan. name is Nathan. Nathan, there you go. Wait, yeah. which one is Nathan? The Uber dude from like the first episode. The like, lift dude, excuse like, me. He got into a fight with the other guy in the backseat. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh you didn't read that in the Spark Notes? I ain't know his name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Nathan. Cute. So, yeah. So, after she finally goes through all this big emotional thing with Nathan, she finally sits there and she unpacks her, her whole apartment. She undoes the boxes. She sets everything up. You can see her, like, deciding what paintings to put on the wall, everything like that. And she finally puts her life in order. And then she sits on her couch. 
with their drink, sips and smiles. And that's like that's a it's like that's where you probably see like the growth in Issa. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was really um it's really great. And if you follow uh Patrice Penny, he's the showrunner for Insecure, mm-hmm. he says like a lot of the, a lot of shots from this season were one to one shots from the uh, previous seasons. Like um when Issa shows up to Lawrence's job in the third season to have a talk, like, yeah, you wanna go out for coffee? You know, that happens in this season. That's a one-to-one shot of what happened in the first season after Lawrence found out that Issa cheated on him, and they got into that argument and fight. So, like, a lot, and it's a shot in the same exact place at the same exact time of day and everything. And to add some time aspects to it, all this happens, episode eight occurs on uh, Issa's birthday. So now we know it's been a full year from the start of season mm. one to now. Because mm-hmm. season one starts out, it's Issa's birthday. Season three ends on Issa's birthday. So, you know. It's so it gives you a year. Some subtle yeah. details in there. So, you're like, dang, right. this is a lot she's been through in a year. Like, she got out of a five-year relationship. She just finished dealing with her on-again, off-again person from high school. Mm-hmm. And she just dealt with this nigga that ghosted on her. Like, that's a Struggling lot. For her. Quit her job. Yeah, she quit her picked job. Picked up a new job. Yeah, she Ubering went through a in lot between in those year. jobs. Man. She was getting that bag, though. Couch surfing. She's what? She was getting that bag, though. Yeah. And then that was another good thing about this season. They showed uh, less of like Molly's relationship shit and more so of like her workplace relationship shit and how that interacts with her personality. Mm-hmm. She starts becoming more of this like power hungry shark, fucking everybody in the office over, trying to get ahead. You know what I'm saying? This is like the black. Um, yeah. yeah. So it changes. Yeah. And it was it was dealing with like you know how she's adjusting to working for a prior, uh, primarily black business. You know, it's just interesting. It's a difference. <laughs> yeah, we got our own time flow. Mm, yeah, debatable. Yeah. Oh, no, definitely. Yeah. Sure. There's some places in Atlanta where it's like all black and it has and a bad one of them name. is not Omni Shrift Bakery. Stop asking. Did you just know <laughs> I work there? Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a black-owned business. That's not no, a, that's no, not I a wasn't. Secret. I wasn't talking about that business. No, that's what I'm saying. Like you know, people always come and ask, "Is this is this oh, black-owned?" Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Get no, your hopes down. So no, Josh, you can leave that in. <laughs> Sassy. No, wow. we'll still take out the no. Cut it off. Because <laughs> I just said I worked there. <laughs> no. Just snoop we'll, we'll, we'll preserve your employment. I had to leave the other place because they had rats. <laughs> You know yeah. who else doesn't like rats? Conor McGregor. <laughs> you know what oh, happened to Conor McGregor? Right? He got his ass beat. Really? Yeah. He talks so much shit. Exactly. Bruh, bruh. He said this man is like, your, your father was you're a, a snitch. snitch. <laughs> you're the son of a snitch. Oh, my God. Your, your father, he was he was on one it's of those planes on 9-11. Oi. <laughs> you know what he did? He snitched in those terrorists. And no one likes a snitch, no matter what the cause. What? You fucking snitch. Okay, whatever. Snitch on the terrorist. He's, he's doing the fucking Nobody cause. likes a snitch no matter what the cause. No matter what, what the cause, no one fucks with a snitch. That's no, it, but that's, that's, that's hilariously terrible, to be yeah. honest. You know who else doesn't fuck with rats? A Lil Wayne. No pussies, no rats. No Tom and Jerry show. I listen, actually tried to listen to that album. Did you listen to the Carter Five? I listened to three songs, the first three songs. Yeah? Yeah, you fully. Sound, you sound upset. <laughs> I feel like it was a waste of my life. Oh wow. man! And I like Wayne, but it was just like he sounded Compared like. Compared to like any of his more recent shit that he's put out, you didn't like this. Well, I don't know what the other recent shit he's put know. out. I just know exactly this, right. and then like I'm just comparing it to like his last most popular album, which was like I don't know how many years ago, what, like four or five years ago. I don't know. 
Seven. Damn. Damn. The Carter yeah. three? Yeah. Well, I think the Carter four. Oh, What's the yeah. one rapper's really... name? Young, I think, it, is it Young Thug who wanted to name his album? Yeah. He sounded like him, which I know it's like vice versa because, you know, he's taking on his like mm-hmm. style and stuff. But More or less. It seemed to me it was like he was trying to catch up to something that he created in the first place. And I actually got the complete opposite. I feel like Did he was you? going back to like more of his old like he he kind of touched on every aspect of Lil Wayne in, in a way yeah and like, like a more modern maybe I should like listen past the three you gotta listen to the whole thing I'm not gonna add this album I might add like five or six songs that's if you I feel like if you like five or six songs like, like half an album what's that like twenty no it's like twenty five songs or something twenty five it's, it's an hour and twenty eight minutes it's an hour and twenty eight minutes this that's is a lot of time if I you're a little Wayne fan that. this is what you've been waiting like, for yeah I can't it's, do it's legit fan service especially for so, for how long it's been to wait like he's giving you all these songs and certain yeah. and certain songs are old like Travis the song he has under with Travis Scott Travis Scott tweeted about this they did this song in twenty fourteen you're gonna hear it and Travis Travis sounds younger and it's mm. what you can hear it straight up um Mona Lisa which a lot of people are saying probably the best song on well, the Kendrick album. With Kendrick. I, yeah, like, that. yeah, like you can if you listen to Kendrick, that sounds like Kendrick probably right after, right around to Pimp a Butterfly because he's yeah. still doing the voices. He's still he's rapping how he kind of did on to Pimp a Butterfly. You can tell that song's probably older, but there are uh, more new songs like the first actual song on the album with Triple X. Yeah, with, with Triple X. I actually like that song. Yeah, isn't that when he's singing? Like he's singing kind of. That's not that's Triple, that's triple, that's triple X. X. Yeah. yeah, but he's, he's not singing. a singer. Don't he's a just rapper. a rapper, right? Yeah. He he was kind of doing like a lot of that. I mean, have you listened to Leather So Soft and you were not convinced that he's a singer? It's called Leather So Soft. Leather yeah. So Soft. The Lil Wayne song? Of, yeah. Uh, like Father, Like Son? That was no, a beautiful song. That's, that's so a beautiful soft. ballad. My top so soft. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Josh, can you play that? I wish I could learn. <laughs> you'll have it. Uh, yeah, but next episode, you'll have it down. Next, next episode. Okay. Yeah, I thought um, this album, it's not my favorite Wayne <laughs> project by far. It's not even my favorite Carter in, like, in this is the Carter. <laughs> but like, no, 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 no. We, we can rank them in a second. But um, I thought it was a solid. As like a Wayne fan, as a person like in middle school, high school, I would debate you all day that Lil Wayne was the best rapper alive. You feel that way about a lot of people. I don't. Like, as a, as a Wayne fan, no. Like, I, Wayne was a cemented part of my childhood. Yeah, Lil Wayne is probably still one of the biggest rappers of all time. Yeah, he's still like, bro, his uh, he did five hundred thousand his first week sales. Oh yeah, no, his numbers are insane. Yeah, like, if you would have told me that Lil Wayne, uh, Eminem, and with Ti's dropping an album this year, like, I would be like, what the fuck? What yeah. the fuck is twenty eighteen? It's a lot, a lot. I'm waiting for that Bankhead Fish Market to open back up. Bankhead Fish Market. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Ti, Ti and Killer Mike. They're opening back up the Bankhead Fish Market. No oh, man. Again, also shout out to T.I. T.I. also has a Trap Music Museum open up right now in Atlanta. Go see that. Where? Pay us. They ain't pay us yet, yo. <laughs> lucky, we got, lucky they got that much. Well, where? Do you know where it's, where it's at? Yeah. I know where it's at. But on the same like uh, kind of page as Lil Wayne, that project that Young Thug put out on the run, that shit slapped. Oh my God! That's like that's that's all the good parts of Young Thug. Mm-hmm. He's on his weird shit. He's doing his voices. And it's only six he's songs. got fire beats with like uh, he's back with London on the track and shit like that. Just classic, London just classic uh, Young Thug. How do you feel about Rocket Man, bro? He has Elton John like legit just on the song. Yeah. Elton John's on like I what? Yeah, Elton yeah, John's Rocket on. Man. 
I know, like the original Rocket Man. I'm gonna be high. Yeah, really? Yeah. Okay, I'm, like, I kind of want to listen to this. Yeah, like, Elton, this John, kind of it's yeah, Elton John, he... Um, I'm sure he he's with, down with Young Thug. Yeah, he fucks with Eminem. He fucks with Thug, uh, Kanye West. They have similar fashion tastes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but it's a good project. Um, my favorite track on it is probably the one with uh, Baby and Lil Gunna. Speaking of Baby and Lil Gunna, uh, Drip Harder's out. That's a great project. Like it's The just whole slaps. thing rides. The whole thing rides. Top yeah. to bottom. Like the way Gunna just flows on beats and the little baby just comes in. Wah, wah, wah. Bitch and little baby. <laughs> in New York, they call me Mr. Baby. Yes. It's good. It's good. You know, fire trap beats. Everything you kind of want to hear. Uh, I added that to my music. I'll probably listen to it some more. Give it that full digesting. Did you guys want to do playlists? I think you guys should probably do that. I think that's a really good idea. We make playlists. We make playlists for the podcast. There's been a couple of playlists for the podcast. We should probably be more consistent with it. But um, any guys, any of you guys check it out on Logic? Uh, I heard it in the background where you were playing it, and I started getting kind of tired. <laughs> I saw it uh, when I was uh, scrolling through uh, Apple Music. I saw that an album was out, and I kept scrolling. <laughs> oh, you guys really don't like Logic, huh? It's not, it's like not I that don't I don't like, like them. It's just it's... that I don't like them. I'm not about to actively spend my energy. No, no, I feel you. Logic. Because I could just listen to the actual artist that I want to hear no, and no. not a version. Yeah, no, no. I, I would what, agree with who that. Who is he the version of? Everybody. A lot of people. Damn. You can listen you to him and be really like, fast. you can be like, oh, this is, enough, this is Kendrick. Last called everybody. <laughs> this is this is J. Cole. This yeah, is... he mixes everyone in there. It's Drake, Kendrick, J. Cole. Like on his first album, um... whatever it was called. Um, but yeah, on his first album, there's like... He's rapping just like Kendrick. My, and when Good Kid, Mad City came out like a few months beforehand, and there's songs on there like he's rapping exactly like Kendrick. So you feel like he's there's a copycat? There's songs on there like... No, he's not a copycat. No. If I put it this way, Logic is a technically perfect rapper. He can do everything you, you want a rapper to do. He has a great simile, great metaphors. He can rap fast. He can rap slow. He can sing. He's got he a good be, ear for beats. He can, be on a, yeah, he can be on a melodic stuff. Like um, Young Sinatra, like the Young Sinatra series, from my interpretation, that was more if he's on this boom bap 90s feel, whereas like the Bobby Tarantino series is more if he's on this trap feel, and his albums are more of a mixture of, of both. You feel me? And so this is more of like a 90s hip-hop feel. Like He has a, he has a song on there called Wu-Tang Forever, when he has the entire Wu-Tang. I think I've heard that. Yeah. Not the Drake song. Never mind. <laughs> but no, it's Logic. He has all the Wu-Tang. So you like, might have thought that, it was Drake when you heard it. Like, oh, this is that Wu-Tang forever? Nice, like, it's nice. down to Inspect the Deck and Master Killer. Them. Oh, man. Like, so the ones that nobody really knows? Like, yeah. Unless you know Wu-Tang Clan? Yeah. Like, Duh, all like, nine yo. members of Wu-Tang Clan are it's on like that they song. Got that song is 10 minutes long. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Oh, he has a song in there with Wale, 100 Miles and Running, which is great because the callback to Wale series, 100 Miles and Running. But um, that's, that's a great song. That, both of them are just rapping fast. Like, if you into rapping just for the art of rapping, Logic is a great rapper. Like, he can do it because he can do everything. Mm-hmm. The problem with Logic Definitely. is he's just not original. Like, there's nothing about Logic that sticks out or stands out. Like, it's like he, he's just not appealing. Like, his lifestyle is just like, okay, yeah. That's why the, the big joke is, I'm white, I'm white, I'm black, I'm black. Because, like, that's his whole thing. That's truly all you, because I, I can tell you a song. But it's like I know who he is. Uh, I remember uh, Logic, he did his interview a while back. And um, he talked about J. Cole when he heard J. Cole's first album. J. Cole's like, yeah, I'm biracial. And Logic's like, I'm upset. That's my whole angle. 
That's all I had. <laughs> He's like, God damn it, I gotta rethink everything. Now. I mean, nobody could tell. <laughs> J. Cole is biracial? Yeah, J. Cole, yeah, J. Cole's biracial. J. Cole, Drake. Yeah, J. Cole's mom the, is white. Yeah. Oh. The, the, crazy, thing yeah. About, the um, crazy thing about Logic, is, sense, though, Logic is white passing. Like, Logic is biracial, but if you look at him, you'll think he's a white man. Yeah, I know. I've, I've seen how he looked. Yeah. I've seen him do interviews about that. <clears throat> yeah. But, like, that's the thing. It's like, I've seen interviews, and I've seen you give Lo- interviews and stuff, but not music. But Logic's also big. Like, in Logic, did, like, 200,000. Oh, yeah. He's, upward, like, upward he has a pretty big, big fan base. Humongous fan base. Like, the first track on this album is him. He spends, like, half the track is just him getting shout-outs from all over the world, from all of his fans. They're like, yo, this is Jose from Mexico. We love you, bro. Keep going. And you got people like from Germany, from Russia. You know. That's really cool. Yeah, so like he has from to... Russia. Russia. All right, Sashka. We're watching you over there, <laughs> talking to Trump. You <laughs> <laughs> controlling all of it <laughs> behind the curtain. Bobby the red curtain. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Young Sasha Four. It's, if you are a Logic fan, you will not be disappointed. But oh yeah. If, you're, if you don't, if you don't like Logic, this isn't going to. Get you into yeah, it. like I know he doesn't make bad music, but it's just not what I want to want to listen to. Literally, there are songs I know where he sounds just like J Cole. In fact, he even t- that's another thing about Logic. He references his influences all the time, so you can't really call him a biter because he's directly telling you his references. Like it's a it's like a like a yeah or a ha, but like you like like J Cole. Yeah. All, no, it's like when J Cole used to do it like in like uh, Friday Night Lights, the warm up, like mixed mixed cold days. Like uh, J. Cole had like his little um, ad lib. Logic Logic uses that to the point. I promise you, I think he like samples J. Cole's yet. Like that's how close, eerily close they sound together. And it's like the way his song structures it is like literally exactly how J. Cole would make a song. And even on the last song on the project, Last Call, you know, of course it's a Kanye West Last Call. And then J. Cole redid it on the end of the warm up. J. Cole has the last call where he talks about his life and how he got to this point and signed it. And Logic, literally, he goes the whole thing, yeah, I remember I heard Kanye do it, then I heard J. Cole do it. And yeah, man, I always say, yeah, if I ever get to the point, I really want to do that, have like a last call, you know, hopefully people really listen to it. And then he goes in, and he does a rap, and then he does his last call. Where it's like, his, he's telling about his whole life and how he got from point A to point B to point C, you know, to this point, point he is now. And it's like, okay, cool, that's great and all, but like, it's not an original idea. Literally, Kanye West has done it and J. Cole has done it. You're just redoing it because you like the idea. You can't do something original. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And that's as big as not. But again, like you said, I listen to Logic. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Now, I, oddly enough, I want to go listen to J. Cole now. Or Drake. Or, you know, Kendrick. But if you don't, if you can't decide out of the big three, which one you really want to listen to? Who's the big three? Who are the big three? The big. Uh, Kendrick, J. Cole, and Drake. Oh. Easily. And like the big three kids are all mixed. <laughs> no. no, like they're the three big, they're, they're the three biggest rappers in the world. Uh-huh. They cover all your all your bases. We got the pop. We got Wait, the, Kendrick's not mixed. We got the conscious shit. He's not? No. Kendrick? No. Kung Fu Kenny? <laughs> no. No. He's not mixed. Oh. Lamar? You never know. Kendrick Lamar? Okay. <laughs> His last name is Duckworth. Come on. <laughs> so, did you guys uh, were you get any of y'all disappointed in about uh the No Kanye album? No. 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 Do we care? No. 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 So, if it comes out, are we gonna listen to it? Mm, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. <laughs> like I'll look at it. 
I mean, depends I mean, on how long it is. That, with the features looking interested. like. It's uh, like a smooth six songs you in there. Oh, yeah. I think uh, yeah. Kim Kardashian's studio that's supposed to come out like November 23rd at this point. Is what? he finishing it in, in Africa or something like that? Yeah, that's what he said. Whatever. He's on his Nas step, you know, for yeah. better. He's like, yeah, bro, I just want to go to Africa, you know. I just want to, to be out there. I want my kids in the studio. I want the mic out in the open so you Yo, can hear actually, the nature. This, this passion that you're giving is much better than what Nas <laughs> delivered in that movie. Nas is a horrible actor. There we go. Every podcast I we got to slander Nas's acting. I want him to get into some more movies so we can bring just, that up and slander that too. Yes, yeah, straight that to like BET films. Was that like somebody's favorite just, movie or something that <laughs> <laughs> bothered you as a child? Like, no, I've seen that. I'm black. I've seen that movie a lot. And it's just the collection of music videos. It's like, if you have epilepsy, it's like the worst. Literally, it's Hype Williams said, this is just the... This is just what I always. I just need to do. strobe lighting at all times on set. Like yeah, honestly, black it's, light. A, it's a wonderfully yeah. shot movie. Like yeah. if you look at a technical aspect, just looking at Belly, it's just yeah. like seeing the scene is great. It is like here's a collection of scenes and here's a a theme that kind of weaves through them all. Makes my eyes tired. <laughs> like I don't want to watch that much going on. on the same screen. way logic makes my ears tired. Wow. I just get kind of sleepy. Wow. Okay. Okay. You know, sometimes so you, you just need a rest. You wait, know? was Bill Cosby sentenced to one? Why did I say one to ten years? That was a sentence. It was like one to ten years. Do we know how? It is now? However long he makes it, you know. <laughs> but no, really, he's like eighty-eight or something like that. <laughs> he don't got long. That's what you're saying. It's yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, but when you do when you do dirt, it comes back to get you. I'm sorry. Mm. Yeah, it does. Like uh, Kevin Gates, how he just got out of jail and dropped his newest album, Luca Brasi 3. You guys any Kevin Gates fans? No. no. I did not get it tired. It sounded like the same song was played indefinitely. Yeah, I put it on, and it's just like, it to me, it did sound the same song. But my friends, they love Kevin Gates. You know, okay, let me say this about Kevin Gates now. I only heard one song by Kevin Gates called Two Phones. And I just heard That's that him? song. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. It's, well, about, you know, it's about him eating the booty. You sound, is no, it? it's not. <laughs> no, it's, it's not, not that song. That's oh. actually the only song that's not. Well, he's talking about he got two phones. But anyways, a friend of mine got two phones, and she was just like, oh, I'm on my Kevin Gates tip. And I was just like, what does that even mean? So she sent me the song, and I said, okay, I'm going to listen to this. It was straight trash. I couldn't even get through the whole song, and I was like, this is you were your not favorite. She got mad at me when I said this is trash, and she was just like, "But Kevin Gates," and I was just like, "Why are you taking my like oh, opinion so personal?" That's his off his debut album, Isla, and you know how the big meme was J Cole was the first rapper in twenty five years to go platinum with no features. Yeah, Kevin Gates did the same thing. Oh, with that album? With that album, nice. it just ha- it just came out after. Uh, Good for him. After Cole. Did you like it? Uh, Isla, it's cool. It's called Isla. Isla, it's the name after his daughter. It's still, I still don't get Isla. the name. Okay. Isla. How's it spelled? I S L A. Is that a, I thought it was Isla. 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 Sounds like a Tesla. <laughs> just sounds like a car. But no, but Kevin Gates has a, like a wide range of friends. And apparently this album is the split between uh, Gates and Brassi. His alter egos. Kevin Gates is this, is an emotional, his freaky side. You know, when he talks about eating the booty dread. And Luca Brassi wears his gangster tip. When he's rapping about the gangster shit. And sucking toes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm if you watch a whole any, bunch. If you watch any of his interviews, I did it. Yeah, uh, those know, are all the takeaways. He has I'm, a lot of hot takes, actually. That's why he's popular. Yeah, he's, he's like he's me, worthy. Really he's a hot person. take machine. No, he's really mm-hmm. he, Kevin Gates is really problematic. Yeah. Like extremely problematic. He's like a superpower hotel. That's, that's probably the reason why I can't really get into his music as much as I could. Because like, bro, I know how you feel about black people, and I really can't. 
like, it makes yeah, it I don't up. know how much I can support you. I don't know. Like, when I like say that, you know, you get your period because you're unclean. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you, you're eating meat. That's why you it's get because a period. you're eating cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Empress? I was like, they started calling people Empress. Now they don't nah. even do Queen anymore. Now they just be like, they've, like, they've, they've upgraded. He, he's not even so much a whole tap in that aspect. He's just like, he's just one of those people that's really down on black people. Like, I don't like think, Bill Cosby? Yeah. I don't, actually, I don't even think Kevin Gates. <laughs> he was going to buy NBC. <laughs> oh, they put a stop to all of that. <laughs> we don't know the whole truth. We don't know the whole story. No. We look it from the outside in. No. Mm. But I don't think Kevin Gates considers himself black. I think. What else could he be? No, I think he's like Puerto Rican or Dominican or something like oh, that. Oh, that sounds black. Hey, man, I can't tell people that to, what to identify as. We said, yeah, I'm. He's like, but he even said in an interview, yeah, I'm a nigga because I sag my pants because they look at me like I'm a nigga. So yes, I'm a nigga and I carry that word proudly. I don't want to be a nigga, but that's what I am. And that's Kevin, uh, words out of Kevin Gates' mouth. You feel me? Um, and like um, when Black Lives Matter was going on, oh, him no. and his wife were talking about like how stupid of an idea that is and things like that. So like. Oh. It's his comments on things that make me not really want to get into Gates, but he puts out really good music. Like, arguably. Get it, get fly. I work six jobs. I don't get tired. Like, oh my God. Oh, that spoke to your heart, didn't it? Yes. At the time, <laughs> I was working like six jobs. You had like six jobs. <laughs> it's like, bro, you're speaking to my soul right now. I feel that. No, Gates is good. But like, um, New Yorkers love Gates. Baltimore niggas love Gates. Like, he's. Where's he's he from? Local. He's from New Orleans. No, he's from Baton Rouge, but you know. He's he's good. He's a uh, young money tried to sign him. Put his rap check too violent. Brett won a one hundred game. Young money tried to sign him. Not cash money, but young money. Young money, yeah. Uh, cash money's just trying to shoot up tour buses. <laughs> yeah. Truthfully. Oh no. Yeah. I'm like, a shooter, what a shooter. I ain't never paid for that. <laughs> or the gates. But not um actually. Uh, when remember the Drake and Lil Wayne or uh, Lil Wayne versus Drake tour? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was in the same city as uh, one of Gates tours on the same night, and they actually paid Gates like a couple grand, like a hundred, two hundred grand, not to perform that night and to push his date back because they were scared people wouldn't show up to Lil Wayne and Drake concert. People fuck with Kevin Gates. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Which city was why. this in? That's important. I'm not sure. Baton Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's important. Okay. So, you know. That's interesting. Mama hungry, so. That's what I was about to say. Anything else y'all wanted to touch on? Um, It's the 20-year anniversary of Akumina. Is that just fast? <coughs> if you haven't seen it, if you haven't heard it, go listen to it. Oh, do yourself a favor. Yeah, that's the perfect rap album. The mm. perfect rap album. You hear about that new Kevin Hart movie that's coming out? I can't watch any Kevin Hart movies. No, okay, so there's a Kevin Hart one. Don't ask me the name of it. Is The Rock in it? No. Tiffany Haddish? No. None of them are in it? No. It's just Kevin Hart? It's Kevin Hart. It's the um, dad from Malcolm in the Middle. Brian Kingston. Yes. And oh. Then, um, oh, you got Breaking the white Bad? Man too? Yeah, from Jesus Breaking Bad. Yeah, and then um, it's He's I good. the He's good. lady. Do you know who I'm talking about? Who? What else was she in? I can't think of her name, and it sucks because... What, what was she in? I can't think of what she looks like. <laughs> like, but I know her face, but... um. Anyways, there's this new movie that's coming out, and it's based on this other movie that I watched maybe like four years ago. It's a French film, and it's a true story. So oui, there's we oui. hmm? oui, oui. Oh my goodness! Wow. <laughs> so there's this. Um, he's a quadriplegic, I'm let do and he doesn't want like 
a nurse to take care of him type situation. So this black guy from like this bad part of France comes in and they, you know, hit it off. He changes, they change each other's lives and that good stuff. Well, they're making an American version of that same movie with Kevin Hart. I was about Hart. to say, Kevin Hart's going to be French, like French in a movie? No, <laughs> no, he's going to be American. But they're making the same movie, but they're doing an American version. Oh, okay, so this one's called The Upside here, but in French is like The Untouchables. No. But it's like a really good movie. I watched it the first time on my way home. Like I was coming from, going from Georgia to Illinois. Right. So anyway, I was going from um, Georgia to Illinois, so it was about a good hour and a half flight. That movie's about an hour and a half. It was one of the best movies I watched with subtitles, mind you. Do you think this version is going to be as good? No. No. Is because, it Kevin, no. Is it Kevin Hart trying to do a dramatic role? It is his like. It's his like. You remember Eddie Murphy came back with the piano, not the piano, but um, Mr. I forget Mr. Church. Oh yeah, I hated. I hated the concept of that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, he was good in it because it's Eddie like Murphy. He, he's basically being. He's trying to do like the magical Negro kind of thing. He was the magical. He he Mike was the magical Negro that you didn't really understand time, who he was until time, the end. Time. So I'm gonna give you a little. Eddie Murphy, this one hit. You're singing party all the time. Yes. But. That in that type of way, that's kind of remi- what it reminds me of. It also kind of reminded me of that movie with Tom Cruise and Jim, um, Jamie Foxx, the um, the celloist. I think I forget what it was called. The penis. Yeah, where um, like it was. This, you oh, know, uh, was Adrian Brody in that one too? Yeah. Okay. These so white people, how do y'all know this many white people? We watch I don't movies. personally we, know. We watch we we into the credits, dog. We yeah. know black people and white people. I just don't know white female actresses like. Wow. Anyway, so yeah, in that particular movie, so reading it, and it is like I said, it is sub. So if you really like subtitles, I would say go watch the French version first. That movie really like it touched my heart. I was just like I was watching. I was like in my feelings. I was like this is really really good. It's just a really good Kevin drama. Hart in the like in the if you watch the um, trailer, there's this scene, and it's in the um, other in the other movie too, but where the guy what's his name. The white guy from Breaking Bad. Brian Cranston. Yeah, Brian. He gets upset and he's like throwing all of this. Like he wants to throw something. He wants to be mad because he can't use his arms. Oh, I was about to say he's. And yeah, he's a quadruple. So, but Kevin Hart is the nurse who takes care of him. And so he gets angry because he's upset because he's like, you know, you have all this money. You have all these things. You know, I should be upset because I just got out of jail and I'm trying to like figure out how. And you learn all this in the trailer. So I'm not giving you anything. Yeah, you know, hey, it is what it is. So he just gets out of jail and he's trying to like figure out some stuff for his daughter. And so he just starts breaking everything. And like, it's this connection between these two people of like, I have this frustration. I see you have this frustration. Can we get this out together? Can we work together? And that, when they, when I saw Kevin Hart do that, I was just like, okay, Kevin Hart, like, I see you trying here. Like, you may not be getting an Oscar (laughs) for this, but I see that you're trying to like take your craft a little bit more serious than like night school. He's not doing every movie. Like, yeah, it's not like every <laughs> single comedy where it's just like, I know you want me to laugh at this particular moment. Like, I get it, but it, I just don't want to laugh. It's not that funny anymore. So it's like, I want to see Kevin Hart in a different type of role. And so I think with this role, I'm actually kind of excited <coughs> when this comes out because I really want to go watch it. Damn, I don't think, I never thought he was incapable of being a great actor. It's just like, he's a comedian. Like, he's yeah. going to do those films. So I guess it's great to see that he's, you know, trying to break out. Yeah, they pay him. 
Oh yeah, you know, you know, Kevin's about the bag. Theaters, or if it's like, I hate to be like, oh, this is Netflix. (laughs) Straight to Netflix, the catch-all. Because it kind of, because I want to know how how popular it would be. Like, would this sell out like a normal Kevin Hart movie would? Yeah, like I don't know if this like his base would come out and see this. Probably not. No, I mean, if you see Kevin Hart, you're going to see him because he's funny. Was he going to be telling the jokes? Yeah, I think it's like it could be a lot of people's like introduction to like a lot of drama type movies. Like I wouldn't normally watch this film because I like Kevin Hart. I'll go watch this. Yeah, that's why you cast Kevin Hart in a role like that. Yeah, because you you expect him to bring his audience with you with, along, which they claim that black actors can't do. They don't bring an audience with them, <laughs> which is why they keep casting black actors to the same repetitive roles over and over and over again in Hollywood. Because it's like mm-hmm. that's the only type of movies. That's right. why Tyler Perry movies are so big because for reasons or not, people go to go see them. Yeah, I mean they do this. They really do the same things with. Uh, the specific brand of comedies, yeah, like the like the, like the Apatow films, yeah. yeah. It's always it's always the same the same people. But because luck- you, you know you're gonna when you go see them, you know it's gonna be good. Yeah, but luckily we're in a state where like black media is becoming. I'm not gonna say better, but it's becoming like better quality stuff is being more mainstream, or it's easier to get access to via channels like uh, Netflix, Hulu, like. Uh, Different stations have been fucking with people like HBO, Showtime, oh, Stars. Yeah. It's basically we're getting more opportunities, so like we can people, get a lot of people are blown up just off of YouTube. Exactly. Yeah, they there's a lot of like black centric YouTube channels that you can watch. Yeah, yeah. that's dope. Well, that's, I think I think Awkward, Bro- Awkward Black Girl was on one of those channels. Yeah, it's yeah. on YouTube. Yeah, that's I, <clears throat> I started out watching that. You have ever seen that show Money and Violence? No. It's set in New York and Brooklyn, and yeah, it's a Great black show. Like they had it up on title. Um, it's the, I think the fourth season is about to come out, but it's, it came out strictly on YouTube. And this show has such a large following that they they basically signed a deal. It's about to be like on a Netflix or Hulu or something like that. But now it's the thing of like so many people still haven't seen it. Do you start over from like episode from like season one or do you pick up with season four? But it's like literally we all got together and said let's write a movie and shoot it. And none of us are trained actors, so it's like the acting is really the, the writing is really good, mm-hmm. but the acting is so bad. <laughs> like the lighting's bad, the audio be messed up sometimes. But at, every season they gotten better. But it's just like okay, I'll start at season four. Whatever. It's like the stories there. Like season four was supposed to come out like two years ago, and it still hasn't come out. So oh dang, can I read a synopsis online and then <laughs> like insecure? <laughs> like I do most of the things. <laughs> I'm sorry, one of these days we're gonna have a prepared podcast. You know? Spark note, sassy. This I'm. Never mind. I'm not gonna tell that lie. Like well, I'm always prepared. It's <laughs> such a lie. Thank <laughs> Shit, I just listened to Lil Wayne today. <laughs> no, like, there was times where I was late because <laughs> like, I was watching. The I just end of like, last episode in. It's so good. Well, speaking of getting the. Last episode in, we're getting the end of the episode out. So, <laughs> this has uh, been Three Piece Set Podcast. As always, you can follow me, Madrid, at Speedwagon X. You can follow Three Piece Set at Three Piece Set Pod on Twitter, on Instagram, Three Piece Set Pod. Check us out, like, subscribe, rate us, all that good shit. With me, as always, is Sassy. Damn, why'd you come to me first? Cause I was trying to look at my Instagram name. You know, I don't know about heart. <laughs> <laughs> I caught you slipping. Um. You can follow me on Instagram. I don't know my Instagram name, so 
when I figure it out, I'll let you know. Ashton? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Ashton Stampede. Josh, where can people find you? I am I know Jones on Instagram, I underscore no underscore Jones on Twitter. And this was three piece set podcast. And you already know it's good. No, it's good.